0: Hey, Peppin. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, it's been a long time since we've actually physically recorded. We release every Monday, but we haven't recorded in a long time. Uh, It's been a couple years, right? (laughs) I mean, it's been probably a couple months at least. Oh. For sure. Okay. Well, I kind of forgot how to say yo for a little bit there. Feels like years, though. You know, I've been thinking a lot lately about uh philanthropy philanthropy that's a
1: big word with a philo in it philo means like so liking of what uh entropy? oh entropy entropy so the liking of say chaos becoming ordered i mean ordered maybe it's no not... no <laughs> not,
0: not entropy Anthropy. <laughs> what the fuck is anthropy? I don't know. You said it. <laughs> You're breaking down the word. I guess my point is that I want to talk about philanthropy and like businesses and how businesses do philanthropy sometimes.
1: Oh, okay. So we'll do some good and talk about this because that, that's how we do it, right? We do good for people by talking about things. This is, this is our philanthropy. Give us money, please. Nate, we need to talk.
0: Welcome back. So glad you guys could join us. I am here once again with my best friend, Nathan Pepin. How's it going today, Pepin? Yo, yo, I'm doing well. How about yourself, Meter? I'm doing fantastic. Um, we were scheduled today to be on the Plunge live stream, but uh, an emergency had to cancel the last 8 hours, so those will be rescheduled a little bit later. But we figured we had already set aside the time to record. We might as well record anyway and since we were doing it as part of, you know, raising money for the Special Olympics New Hampshire, why not stay on that band rat wagon? I already have the hat for the Plunge. I have the shirt. I got the merch. I got the mindset, so let's put uh, let's put what we do to good use.
1: And for the record, I'm wearing the punch boxers. They're very comfortable, and
0: if you want a pair of them, you know I'm selling them online right now. Go to eBay. They snug you in all the right places. Uh, as a part of today and this live stream. Um, I am going to be personally matching all donations before the live stream and through the end of the live stream. Um, and I may even do it at the end of the day, depending how things go, up to $200 total So, so far we've had a, a donation by Shelby McDonald earlier today of $15.90. Huge, huge thank you on that regard because it, 100% of the money goes to Special Olympics New Hampshire um, to help the athletes get to do what they do. Uh, and it's really an amazing cause. And we're doing this in conjunction with another show on Podcast New Hampshire, The Plunge. And I think it's really cool to give back to the local community because sometimes people
1: will give out to, like, say, uh, these big, giant corporations, which I think is fine, like these corporate nonprofits. But I think it's cooler to be, like, more present with your local surroundings because that kind of shows you have a bit more finesse with what you're doing and maybe a bit more knowledgeable. Maybe the money's going to be used
0: better because it's, you know, you're, you're more picky about who you're giving it to. I a hundred percent agree. I think that keeping it local is really smart. Um, I do, you know, I do the extra life stuff with the TPC community every year and anything that is generated that is, is raised during that time goes to the Boston children's hospital. So, um, another really amazing cause to, to help, help sick kids, uh, especially this year, that's, it's a really big deal. So, um, we have some comments rolling in already. Christopher Ball, first one to comment, per usual. Uh, Brian Langell, mercy and mindset, boom, and Anna, of course, saying my name, and Chris saying uh, I, that he volunteered for the Special Olympics years ago, and and that he concurred. It's an incredible organization. So, uh, I mean, you've heard it from people who who have part of the who have been a part of it uh, firsthand. That it's it really is a great cause. So. Um, And that kind of leads us into what we're talking about here today, which is philanthropy in general. I kind of wanted to talk first about philanthropy with a reason. So philanthropy is, you know, giving, you know, giving back to to the community, giving um, in general to to those less fortunate or or a cause of some sort. Uh, But. I think a lot of times we see it happen from businesses. Um, and in doing so, they are also generating, you know, uh, some business for themselves. They're getting themselves looked at. They're getting their post shared with their name and their brand on it. Nate, do you think that cheapens the philanthropy to utilize it in a way that leverages to your own benefit?
1: I think it can. Uh, but I also want to... It's a really tough question to ask. Uh, it's actually a question that me and Patrick have tackle a little bit on the Damn podcast, where it's like, is everything you do selfish inherently? And, you know, the conclusion that I came to from that is that there's varying degrees. Everything can be about yourself, or you can have, like, these different degrees where maybe you get something from it, but they're getting something back. So th- there's a number of different outcomes there, and I, gu- I guess the question is, you know, Can you tolerate the amount of selflessness to the degree it's kind of giving back? So if someone's just doing some sort of charity event simply to make a little, you know, get a little bit of publicity, grab a quick buck or two, I think that's kind of cheap and and that's kind of like a bad thing. But in the case of, like, say... Someone who maybe they're still getting something from it, but they're actually bringing real value to that thing. Then I think that's okay and that's acceptable.
0: I mean, I, I guess it ends up coming down to what everything ends up coming down to, and that's there's that there's that line of at what point does is something taken too far to kind of perverse the original intended meaning um, in some way? Is that kind of what you're what you're getting at? Um, kind of. I think it's more uh, a f- a fact of results
1: because. If some famous celebrity puts their name on some charity and they get kinds, like, tons and tons of results, like, I don't really care that they necessarily are getting something out of that, you know, which is just, like, that aggrandizement or that self, you know, uh, I don't know, that self, like, uh, promotion or whatever it might be. Or even, even say, monetary gains, because maybe from that charity they get new jobs or new promotions that... I want them to take them to that next level. So they're going to get stuff from it, most likely. Uh, you know, let's say that they don't, whatever. But what they do, uh, that's great. But what matters is if they also bring back something to that charity. So the case where it's kind of bad is where someone, say, promotes, or they, they kinda hop on this charity and they get stuff from it, but they actually never give back to the charity. They're using that charity just as a pure means of self-aggrandizement. Uh, you know, And that charity is naturally not helped out by it. You know, they're just trying to help themselves to that charity. And, you know, sometimes that's just going to be like a bad sort of uh, confluence of influences there. Because it could be the case that maybe a at celebrity attaches themselves to the name, and by doing so, let's say they like the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge, maybe they actually bring a lot of attention to it, and maybe it creates a great impact, and then it creates a lot of money generation for that uh, fundraiser or that charity. But maybe it's a case that they kind of fail at what they're doing, but they try really hard, and they don't bring in any money, but they get plenty of opportunities for themselves from that. So it's, it's, a, it's a chance that maybe it's either way, but I think the better kind is maybe where they actually do some good and just don't get aggrandizement from it you know they don't it's not like a parasite to it
0: mm. so as long as the ends justify the means
1: i i think i think so I, will, I i think it's more like result based because it, it's it's kind of like uh, i don't know i hate it when people like will take like a video of themselves like they go to like a cancer hospital and they're like, like photos from themselves, like helping like kids with cancer and stuff like this. And the thing is, like you know that they are actually only there for like say five minutes for the photo shoot just to get these nice photos of helping out with the kids. It's mm-hmm. it's just more their publicity than anything else. Like they're not actually doing any good. They just want to get that image of doing good, which I think is bad. Uh, if they actually are doing some sort of good, then I think that's good. Like like if they actually can bring some awareness, you know, you know like awareness of it or some you know monetary uh, inflow. But I I, th- I think you actually have to be doing something that affects the charity in a positive way to, for it to be, say, considered good.
0: But does does intention not matter then? Because I could see a situation where somebody is actively trying for three days to to generate money for somebody um, and it all and it or a cause and it doesn't end up generating any money but they do get the benefit of looking like they're trying to versus somebody a celebrity could take one minute to do a short little video and end up raising millions of dollars but the only reason that they did it in the first place was for selfish reasons does intention not play some sort of a role when it comes to uh, why somebody is is doing something and and whether that is perverse or not,
1: it would play some role, and that's where you have to do a little bit of fact finding and digging, because in the case of let's say you even have like a famous celebrity, and they do everything they can to get this charity off the ground, and they just can't, right? But as a consequence from it, they also get like all these different deals and stuff. Like if for the reason it brings all attention to them but off the charity and you know you can see that they've done a the legwork to try to get that attention to the charity but did this failed at it so in that case it's not really a blaming of the celebrity you can do it you just have to like blame them the circumstance so it's not good that that happened but it doesn't mean the person's evil you know what i mean and i think the same thing goes with other stuff too like you know if if a celebrity makes say you know they they kind of are a bit parasitic with a charity doesn't mean the celebrity is evil it's just kind of like what happens you know i mean maybe you could say that they're bad for doing it but again it's hard to get into the intentions of the matter because anything working at all is just amazing the fact that some charities will be benefited by a celebrity or not benefited you know that that, who knows what those
0: causes exactly Mm -hmm. so i know i've seen Uh, getting away from celebrities a little bit, because I think it's easy to talk about celebrities as like this, you know, big thing, but when you talk a little more, and you can talk about companies the same way when you're talking about a Walmart or an Amazon, like a company that's so big, it's it's bigger than life. But if we focus in a little bit on, say, uh, like a local business who is doing something, at, at what point does it become like... A gross or a bastardization of the spirit of charity or philanthropy, um, when when a business is attempting to utilize philanthropy as a way to to bolster their own image. Is there like a line anywhere there?
1: I don't know. I'd have to think of like a good example of that. Like like uh obviously an example i could think i can come kind of think of like hypothetical examples that are obviously bad but i can't think of like any like realistic example like i could think of an example where maybe like uh, a business th- kind of helps out with this charity thing or whatever and then they like raise all this money but then they take part of the cut to cover expenses and part of the cut is like their own personal salaries and you mm-hmm. know a, a, like a bonus i don't know you can get all these confluence of instances or they charge like a fee for you know say doing this event, and that fee is, like, astronomical, and then they take most of the money from that charity.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so this to feed themselves. So is there, there's, like, a percentage there that, that is acceptable, or are you saying that there should be, that covering costs is one thing, but taking profit is is gross?
1: Uh, I'm okay with for-profit charities, but we're talking about, like, say, if a, if a business is trying to, like, you know, do a charity event, and it's in the context of a charity, you know, event, and then they charged out all these different costs that didn't make any sense, and they're just trying to make money off that charity, uh, like, it, like they're they're not the nonprofit in this instance. The nonprofit has certain rules and regulations, but if it's a business, you know, you know, raising money for a charity, but that business nickels and dimes at every point. Mm-hmm. And they're just trying to make profit off this charity event and that's kind of weird like there's different ways to do that which I think are more ethical so for instance it's g- kind of common for like a business to say try to generate leads so w- w- let's say that you have like a business that's a car business like a car dealership right and the car dealership is raising it has a charity but you know part of that charity you have a little part where they ask anybody to like say write down their names or blah 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 for like uh, co- contacts for Say weeds for sales for cars, right, mm-hmm. so they get something out of that, but it's not like a nickel and dime. they don't that, that that's kind of like a spigot right like it's going to go off to the side, whereas in the case of like uh this, this other example it's kind of like more you're taking directly from the tap or you kind of just you're you're take, literally taking money away from the charity like you're it's not perpendicular it's like parallel you' you're you're interfering with it
0: but is that not money that was otherwise not going to the charity, so any amount that you're gathering for them is a benefit anyway? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm a little bit lost in the details here, so can you give me like more of a concrete example with that? So, let's say that they're doing an event to benefit the Cancer Foundation uh, or a mm-hmm. local high school or whatever, whatever the charity is, and in, they 100%, uh, this company 100% um, sets up the whole event, runs it, everything, and then gives a portion of whatever is earned during that to um, this to the charity. Even if it's 1%, is that not still philanthropic? Is that not still a benefit to the charity that otherwise wouldn't have needed to do anything? And on top of that, didn't have to expense anything, Had had to expense no resources in order to generate that income.
1: Yeah, I think that makes sense. So if it's kind of like one of those kind of events, then I think that makes makes sense. Uh, you actually see that quite a bit with different businesses. Uh, I think it depends on the way you're framing it, though, because uh, in, in that kind of way, it's a, it's an event that's going to happen, and they're giving some percentage of the proceeds to charity. Uh, and that, that's good, but if you frame it as in like we're raising all this money for charity when really it's just like a business transaction sort of happening there, then that, I think it's a little bit different if mm-hmm. you know what I mean because if you're saying we're raising all this money for charity, then people might be under the impression that every money that all the dollars are spent at that event are going to be going to charity, right? Like it's like a charity auction
0: in that kind of sense. but so as long as they're being forthright with where the money is going, right, if they say one percent right. is going to a charity. Then it's okay,
1: right? Or you know, let's say there are companies throwing on a charity uh, event, and then they don't really specify that uh, the you know all of the expenses and everything for this charity event are being you know footed by the charity you know, including like to of salaries of the people who are working on it. So like, let's say you have all these executives and the executives are spending their work time doing it. And then executives are, you know, taking that money or the company's taking that money and just out of the charity to pay the work executives for that time. And they're being like, you know, smart business-wise with that. You know, mm-hmm. smart business-wise, you know, a- a- asterisks there. But I, I think that's kind of sketchy too. But if you're transparent about it, then I don't think there's anything sketchy. I think the only time it's really sketchy is we're not being transparent or forthright about the, all the little details with it.
0: Do you not think that there's some there's something like skin crawly and and gross about the like ethically about the idea of saying like I'm going to do this special thing for charity and then it being like pretty close to nothing for charity pretty much you're taking the charity and you're using them as an advertisement for your business and paying them pennies. Mm-hmm. Whether it's forthright uh, or not that they're doing it, whether they're being honest with the public about it, um, if they're giving 1% and it ends up being $100, they're using that. Are, is that not using that charity for their own benefit and not really compensating them appropriately?
1: Um, Maybe, maybe not. I mean, it depends on what your mindset is or, your, you know, like, well, I want your you mindset. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure what my mindset is, though, because, like, I'm very much of the – we've had this discussion very many times before. I'm very much of the uh, – you need to have your directives in line with the result. So mm-hmm. if your goal is to raise charity for something, you know, or raise money for charity, then you should have something which is very online with that, with that end, right? And k- kind of like buying products for some video game company to raise money for charity is kind of like a bit – it's kind of getting outside that scope. And that's why those questions start getting really difficult to answer because who, who knows? Like, it, it, you have this whole web of complexity there. And you could say it from a uh, – uh, a, what what's that word you used before? From, from just, like, a pure, like, strategic point of view, it makes sense. Okay. You know, if you think that there's going to be more good from money being raised that was never – not going to be raised regardless of that charity existing, they may be getting 1% of those proceeds from profits. It's a win-win-win situation because the company wins because they make some money off it. They're selling products. You know, maybe they have minus 1% off that, uh, say, proceed, but, you know, that's not too much of an issue. Uh, the charity makes some money because you know they're gonna get like one percent of those proceeds. Maybe it's not gonna be as much money if it was like the full, you know, price. But you know that it's either no money or some money, right? And then the consumer who's gonna buy those products anyway, they win because all of a sudden they get one percent of that money going to this charity that they like, and they also get the product, so the consumer wins too. Now, maybe the consumer doesn't want to donate the money, in which case there's a loss, but usually the consumer doesn't care who the money's going to. They just care that the money is going somewhere and they're getting the product. It's Getting the product is a more thing, but it gives the consumer ability to feel, feel good about that product and buying it. So I think it could be a win-win-win situation, but, you know, there's arguments to be said that uh, may- maybe it is kind of exploiting the... The, the 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 charity maybe more money could be raised otherwise but then again the answer to that is this company has under no obligation to do this charity give any money to this charity so it's like if it's between that charity or that company not doing this charity event and doing a charity event you know this can be some money raised versus no money raised which do you want and if you want the other, you know, no money raised, that's fine. Just, just be very forthright about it and say that, you know, it's better that no money be raised for this reason. Plus, money go to this charity because of these ethical principles I have.
0: Mm-hmm. It sounds like you're playing both sides of the fence. How so? Because you're saying, well, on the one hand, this. But then on the other hand, that, like you're making both arguments simultaneously. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, well, because I don't know where to fall on this. Like my. My own
1: personal opinion is that you know you need to do things in line with the thing, comp- you know, with the thing, right? So, mm. th- th-
0: that's so my then own you pers- think that that would be gross, that that would be would be wrong to say we're doing this thing for charity and then give them little to no percentage of the money, r- regardless of the fact that they're getting something rather than nothing.
1: I don't think it would be gross so much as that. I think there's a better way to do it, which is mm-hmm. to rate you know have a charity that's more in line with the thing. Because then it's less abstract and more easy to dissect. And I don't think it's bad that people do these certain things because there's a reason why they exist. Because they're super easy and you can raise a lot of money real quick. So they're super effective. And I can't say they're gross. You know, it's just, it's just a different mechanism. But I just think there's better mechanisms or maybe mechanisms that maybe aren't better because better is like a... You know, because you could talk about better from, like, say, a monetary view. Like, I definitely think that met- those methods are going to bring in more money for the charities. When Potentially, it might actually do more good in the long run or let's say in the short run. But, and you know, I think in the long, long run, I think being compliant with, say, the, uh, the objectives and the methods to obtain that money is more important. But mm-hmm. th- that's just my own personal opinion. But, you know, people have different thoughts and opinions and the way they want to actually approach that is fine. So long as they are consistent with those approaches, like I, I just don't want someone to say, you know, we don't want people taking money from this, these charities, blah blah blah. But then they get all like, you know, huss and fuss when businesses start stop doing these charity events because mm-hmm. you know these you know, charities start making less money because people want something, but they don't realize that by disallowing this other thing that would provide this money to this charity, that it's gonna stop the money, right? You, you, I'm sure there's a better way to put it than I am putting it right now, but but people will cut things off the head and kind of like wonder why the thing's not moving anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, quick shout out to Brian Langel with a donation. I'm a match that donation a hundred percent. So thank you so much going to an amazing cause. Um, the link is to donate is pinned. So if you, if you have the means you feel inclined, Feel free to to click that link, and any amount is helpful. Uh, if not, a share is always hugely helpful as well. Um, go ahead. So what if someone donates their life? I got to match it. <laughs> By donating part of my life, because obviously their life isn't worth as much as my life. But I can match their, the weight of their life. <laughs> Is that the meter answer you were looking
1: for? That okay, okay. I, I didn't know how you're gonna handle that, and I am very impressed.
0: It's on brand, buddy. Uh, so, what about what about this? So, you and I have had this conversation. We've had fucking every conversation before. Let's start out there, but we've had this conversation before. Where what? Where does intention lie in in these things? Like you were you were once posed the question: If I, um. Take a girl on a date to uh, fancy or I set up a a date in my dining room for a girl with really nice lit candles uh, and soft music playing in the background. Is that romantic or not? Uh, And then you said, okay, well, what if I did it because the softly lit will make their eyes open up wider, which means that they're going to respond better to me. Like if all of the intentions were manipulated in a way that generated the best possible response for you, not because it was romantic, not because you thought that she would like it, but because it benefited you the greatest. Mm -hmm. Um, So how does that play into a charity where maybe people will, maybe a company will say, I'm going to do this big giveaway of a brand new toilet uh, for a family in need. And because I'm a toilet company, um, maybe this is a bad example, but, and, uh, but, to do so, we're going to promote this on Facebook. We're going to generate leads through this. We're going to, uh, because everybody who's nominated needs a toilet, obviously. Um, and then uh, it's going to be a tax write-off because it's a donation giveaway. Like, all of their reasons for doing it are 100% selfish. But then they turn to the public and they say, we're looking to give back to the community by doing this free giveaway. Is that, is is there any sort of, a, of an ethical disconnect there or is that an okay thing?
1: See, it gets into some of the complexities of language because I think it's okay in the sense that we're all not stupid. Uh, like whenever a company starts like kind of speaking corporate speak, you kind of know that there's a rib to it, right? You kind of know like, okay, what's the bullshit you're kind of spouting, and what's what's the, what's hidden here? And then there's always that little line at the end, like, blah, 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 like where it kind of like gives you disclosures. Like oh, this medication, peace, harmony, blah blah blah, and then like may cause diarrhea. I mean, there's always a rib to it, and if you just kind of just go with the propaganda the company's saying, you might be a little bit naive. And At the same time, I do think that disclosure needs to be made somewhere in there, or at least make apparent somewhere. Um, you know, if something's fully, you know, for you know for profit, I think that's good to point out. But I do think there needs to be some truth and disclosure, you know, as to what they're getting from it or the expenses being made for it. And, you know, w- whether I, th- I think part of the issue with that is what's pertinent to some people may not be pertinent to others, because maybe I'm super entranced in, like, say, the business expenses of that uh, that charity event. And kind of that's one of my uh, nagging things, because I've... I've I've not done too much research to it, but I know like a lot of these uh, charity walks where people like uh, walk for breast cancer A lot of the expenses or or all the money that's what's you know Used in this charity event is spent on like frivolous stuff like balloons streamers like lots of stupid crap I mean, I'm I'm going on with two very cheap things But a lot of it is in the party and kind of the events that they kind of throw, which I think doesn't make too much sense to spend a lot of money on that. So that's kind of where my thought would be. But some people would think, no, they just did a good thing. They just don't need to worry too, too much about that. So long as it's not going to some like some five-star restaurant to celebrate, well, who cares? But I, I think it gets confusing because what matters for each person is going to depend, and they can't just give like say a two-page you know paragraph every time they talk about the charity. So I think we just have to assume, or we have to inoculate people with a little bit of reason and common sense that you know, there's gonna be business speak. And if a, if a company is getting involved in a charity, of course there's a rub there. Of course they're getting something from it. You know, they're for-profit you know, entity. And if they're not, then they'll come out and say, hey, yep, we don't have any real interest. We just like to see this thing happen, which does happen occasionally. There's some companies out there that will do things just for the pure, you know, bottom of their heart, you know, love and charity for the world. Very rare, but when it happens, they usually put that very much out there. But otherwise I think people just have to be smart and realize, you know, it's corporate speak.
0: This is just propaganda. This isn't advertisement. This isn't anything anymore. So if if what you're saying is that the general public is accu- is accustomed to corporate speak and they can read between the lines, what's the point of adding the extra lines? Why don't why don't they why is there any benefit to just like being brutally straightforward about it, or does that kind of rip the veneer off of what people want to believe? It it almost seems to me like people kind of want that corporate speak. They want to be able to have to read between the lines. They want that gray. Well, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think I think you're right. Because like, like, would you're... people would people donate as much if uh, McDonald's was like? We're looking to cut our taxes, so we're donating a million dollars to homeless people (laughs) versus being like, we want to give back and understand that there is a homeless crisis right now. So in doing so, we're going to give a million dollars like they want. They don't want the they want the corporate speak. Is that do you think that's true? Yeah, I think people like –
1: well, because the – that's actually kind of interesting there because the propaganda that is given, essentially the advertisement is not just for the company themselves, but it's also for the people who are taking part in that, say, uh,
0: event too. Because it's it's propaganda that runs both ways. I think we kind of scratched into something pretty big here. Hmm. Hmm. I, I hadn't thought about the fact that I think people want the propaganda.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a big thing with uh, psychology to you because it's something I've been getting to a little bit. It's like we don't live in reality; we live in like a metaphysical like narrative. Uh, j- just meaning that th- there's not like a th- there's not like this reality, right? Reality exists; we're inside of it. But what's happening inside our mind is not the same thing as reality. We have some sort of narrative action that's happening there, and that lot well, of that is just trying to like make us feel good about ourselves, and. You got to ask the question. If people are like kind of getting involved with this McDonald's thing, they want to believe in the narrative that by going to McDonald's event, eating a whole bunch of fun of hamburgers, that they are doing something good, besides mm-hmm. just like patting their their, their stomachs with uh,
0: great food. Mm-hmm. But is there anything? It, it, it's it's very fascinating that we we're choosing to live in the in between, in the in the veneer. Um, but I think that that kind of says something about the people liking the pageantry. And I think that kind of delves even into like just personal personal life. People don't like like the bluntness of, of reality or of life as much. Uh, I know I myself am a very blunt person. And I found that a lot of people don't respond well to that. They want... They want the, the the dance of language and kind of talking around things uh, in mm-hmm. a way that you both know what what's being said, but no one's actually having to, like, say it. A lot of people really like that. Uh, and I, th- I think that's super interesting because that's not me. I, w- I much rather like the, the very direct, like, get to the points so that we can kind of get to the root of things. Right, right. I, I think I'm much the same way too.
1: Uh, sometimes I get really, I don't know, sometimes my brain is either working super well or it goes into like full psychopath mode. I'm not sure which one it is because it, it feels like it's working super well. But then when I think back about it, I'm like, I don't have any empathy right now. But it's like I'm, I might be in a talk with somebody and then it's just like all of a sudden I can just kind of see all their thoughts and feelings and kind of like uh, what they're thinking. And I kind of realized that, you know, what they're telling me is, like, there's, like, a meta to it, right? Like, like mm-hmm. like for instance, the other day, uh, my girlfriend, she, she called out to work because it was snowing out and everything. And it... She she, I kind of get the sense she felt bad about it because she told me about it like seven times like oh Yeah, the roads are bad blah 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 and she kept on going on and like, you know I know you're telling me this because you feel bad about it and you feel like you're letting people down and you're trying to get some Confirmation you're doing the right thing by telling me which is fine I'll give you that confirmation if you need to but you know just just please admit that that's
0: what you're doing right here like (laughs) That may be a little too real I mean, I had something similar where someone, someone said something to me and then they're like, no, I'm just kidding. I'm like, you know, we often joke about the things that we're the most serious about and too afraid to say. And everybody, it was like a group chat and everyone in the group stopped. And then the guy's like, man, dude, you didn't have to call me out like that. <laughs> and everyone like, was laughing because it, it's super true that we'll joke often about the things that like we want to say, but we're too afraid to say. So instead we'll say it as a joke. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which is great for me to say on a comedy podcast Mm -hmm.
1: that everything Mm -hmm. we joke
0: about is actually true to our heart. (laughs) I would say that that's true, though. It's borderline Feridian, right?
1: I have to kind of step back from this because sometimes when I get kind of maniacal, it's like I'll start – going a bit like that myself like I start trying to prime people with ideas and kind of throwing little things in there kind of like that mm-hmm. and trying to get people like trying to bring up something like little hints
0: and stuff I think the verb for that is Darren Browning
1: yeah yeah that, that's very true uh, Darren Brown a famous uh, British mentalist uh, magician dude but it's like in you know it, people do that just naturally all the time like they'll throw little hints in there and That's also what I learned to do as a manager, too, when I was uh, in in that role, because a lot of times you choose your verbiage in a way that will, that fits the circumstance in the person you're talking to. So I always had this kind of level in line where, let's say the trash needs to be taken out. You know, if it's someone that I, you know, a new trusted, did a worker, I wouldn't tell them to do the trash. I would say, huh, the trash looks like it's getting full, right? I just bring their awareness to that thing. And I'm not telling you to do the trash, you know, maybe there's that overt, overt kind of a uh, justification there, but you know, c- kinda of what's being communicated is that I trust that you are a great worker, that you know that you will do the I know you will do the trash if you know it's being overflown. And just bring your awareness to that. I don't have to, you know, pretend like you're slacking or anything. I just know that you need more awareness of this. Whereas if someone is not a very good worker, you know, I might say, Hey, it looks like the trash needs to be done. Oh wow, that trash is overflowing. Okay, uh, when you get a chance to do that trash. All right, I need you to do that trash. Do the trash.
0: Get the fucking trash out. Yeah, kind of like one of those escalations. But is that not starting out as passive aggressive? Which I think could piss off a lot of people. Well, it's not passive aggressive. It's more the I sense think. that you're. It's passive aggressive. <laughs> oh, the trash is getting full. <laughs> That's super oh. passive aggressive. Uh, it's passive aggressive if you are
1: saying it that way. Because if, if you go, oh the trash is getting full, like like you say it a certain kind of way. But you want to do it more in the sense that you're a team. Like let's say that uh you know you're driving this giant uh I don't know tank or something right there and then the oil is getting low or something needs to be done or something needs to be done you just, you're just pointing out a fact, right? And the mm-hmm. fact is that maybe this engine compartment needs this oil to mm-hmm.
0: you know lubricate it well. So it's and like you're- shouting out oil's low Yeah.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and and then you know your your team knows how to react to that if if they know what they're doing. You don't have to give the order; you're just kind of giving awareness of that thing because you're the head of this kind of organization. You're mm-hmm. kind of like the management of it, but uh, you know it's definitely not saying like, oh, the oil is getting low, or like, oil oh, is getting low. Come on, guys! Like, like, it's not one of those things. But mm-hmm. the more, like, you tr- see, th- for me, this is like when you trust your person or, or trust like your t- whoever you're saying this to enough that, you know, they, when they are aware of something, that they would get it done. If they had awareness of that thing, they would get it done, already doing is pointing out something to them, which is a fact, right? Mm-hmm. And then they will usually get it done. Uh, uh, now it, it could be passive-aggressive, like you said, but I think it's just how you do it. Which is the hard thing in communication, because what it all comes down to is wording, and how you say it. But 80% of it is how you say it.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. And I think it also comes down to like, uh, you know, the relationship that you've built with that person that um, if it's somebody that you've worked with many times, the way that you say things or what you say may be understood in a way that somebody who was new to you and didn't know how you spoke might not understand or might take it a different way to begin with because they don't understand your way of communicating or uh, the team's way of communicating, if you will. They may see that as passive aggressive when that everyone else realizes that's not passive aggressive. It's an indicator. It's like an indicator light on your car popping up saying you have low oil. That's not the car being passive aggressive. It's it telling you, hey, here's a thing, just so you know, and you should probably take care of it when you get a chance. Right. And I'm going to take that to mean that I should edit the rest of this episode a little bit later
1: because I should should just take it and edit it when I get a chance. So thank you for that meter, for that permission to do that, because I'm in post right now and I'm getting a little sleepy. So, hey, you guys, next time we'll cover part two of this talk about, uh, I don't know, fundraising and charity and also just complaining about work because that's what I do best. So you guys have a great day and we need to talk.